What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. Uh, this is a Movies and More edition. I got some reviews of what I watched this week. We're covering what's opening this week in the movie theaters. I've got some reviews about some trailers that dropped this week. Also, my recommendation of the week. We got some movie news, entertainment news, streaming news, and the weekend box office. So remember to show us some love on all podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube, it's the AEW Insider, and on Twitter, it's the AEW Insider 1. Let's get to the show. My first review was for Creepshow, the TV show. This was episode 6 and unfortunately is the final episode of the season, but it has been renewed for season 2 as I reported in the past, so next year we'll be watching some more. It did contain two stories like every other episode so far this season. The first was called Skin Crawlers. What it's about, it's about heavy people who want to lose weight. Of course, there's this doctor who's a miracle doctor who found a cure. What it is is that it's a little worm that goes in your body and just eats the fat away. Only the fat, of course. But you know shit goes wrong. There's a solar eclipse evolved. Everything fucking else, it goes to hell. I'm pretty sure this is the one Tom Savini directed. If not, it was the other one, but I'd bet my bottom dollar it was this one. And then the second story was called By the Silver Water of Lake Champlain. What it was about is about these kids and this mother. The kids lost their father years ago trying to hunt this monster, find this monster that was supposedly in their lake. Uh, it's years later. They got some fucking drunk asshole stepfather, what have you. And you got to see, did the kids find this monster? Does the father finally get his credit? What's up with the asshole drunk boyfriend? It was fucked up. I personally wouldn't have ended the season with this story, but it was still good. So for the episode six, the final episode of Creepshow, this season, I do give it a 7 out of 10 stars. Now we do have American Horror Story 1984, Episode 7. There's only two episodes left, peeps, and then it's over until next year, which I'm very upset about. This season was awesome. This one was called Lady in the White. A lot of people thought it was referring to the witch who wore the Lady in the White with the Stevie Nicks, what have you. But it wasn't, but it did have the Lady in the White. It did have that blonde-headed chick who was the one who loves Stevie Nicks, who can uh, has the powers and coven, blah, 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 what have you. But actually, it explored the history of Camp Redwood and maybe how come the ghost and dead people can't leave after you're killed there yada yada we know that there were two murders at camp redwood this one shows that there was actually another murder in the 1940s that started this whole thing so it was a fucked up episode it was very good gave us a lot of information uh dylan mcdermott came back for a cameo which is great uh, i do give episode seven of american horror story 1984 an eight out of ten stars and then I did watch the first three episodes of the new Netflix show called Daybreak. It is based on a graphic novel, a comic book that I really like, but it's awesome. It's about the apocalypse. An apocalypse does happen in this town. Uh, it takes the point of view from a kid. He was a new kid in town. People pick on him. He's trying to fit in. He's got a crush on a girl. The apocalypse fucking happens. Boom. So now he joins up with a ragtag group of people. He's trying to find the love of his life, but the world's gone 
on the shit. Like all the jocks, football, basketball, golf, they all teamed up together. They look like people from Mad Max and shit. All the parents are turned to zombies. Like it's fucked up. So I do give episodes one to three of what I've seen an eight out of ten stars. And I'll give you the whole season rating once I'm done with it. All right, opening this weekend in theaters, we do have more than a few. The first one and the one I am excited most for is Dr. Sleep. Now, this is the true sequel to Stephen King's The Shining. I read this book back in 2014, and I prayed they would make a movie, and I prayed that they would stick to the material source. And from all the trailers I've seen, they nailed it. The only thing I was upset about is what the woman in the top hat looked like, but I can't complain. In a book, that you don't know what she looks like. To me, for some reason, though, I always pictured her as a black woman or mulatta. I pictured like a Lisa Bonet or like an Angela Bassett playing her. But the woman who's playing her is a true fan of Stephen King, The Shining, what have you. She was such a fan that on set, she was at Jack's typewriter where all the papers are typed out that say all work and no play. She actually stole five of those pieces of paper. She took them home, framed them, excuse me, and hung them on her wall. So now I'm cool with the woman in the top hat. But anyway, I'm telling you, Dr. Sleep is going to kick fucking ass and it's going to be number one this week. We also have WWE superstar John Cena's new movie, Playing With Fire. This one's got like John Leguizama in it and a bunch of other people. What they are is they're, fire, they're forest firefighters. They like live in the forest and these are the guys you call in to, take, to put out huge forest fires. <clears throat> well, I guess they're on this mission and they actually run into a group of kids that they save. But they actually have to watch over these kids until either their parents come or the cops, what have you, in their middle in the woods of nowhere. So then everything goes to hell. Like John Cena's all strict, yada yada, and these kids are just fucking bonkers. So it looks really funny. It'll be for the good, good for the kids and adults. We also have Shia LaBeouf's new film. It's called Honey Boy. I'm pretty sure he directed it and wrote it, if not both, and he does star in it. What it shows is this guy, he grew up to be a stuntman, but when he was a kid, he was forced into being an actor. And Shia LaBeouf plays the father who's a dickhead who makes this kid act. So it looks really, really fucked up. It looks like Shia LaBeouf took a lot of his own life and put it into the movie. So definitely show Honey Boy some love. We also have Midway. That's the new movie about Pearl Harbor. I'm not a war guy. I love I love fucking out the military, you know, what they do first, what have you. It's fucked up what happened at Pearl Harbor, yada, yada. But this story is known. <clears throat> it's been told. I don't know how many other times they can tell it. And the only thing difference is it's not like the events of history changed and they've got new information. It's just a different person wrote it and added his own fucking bullshit in. So I have no desire to see it, but Midway does start Friday. And finally, we do have Last Christmas. Now, my daughter came in my room last night, and she said she wants to see this really bad. So it is definitely a chick's flick and a kid's flick. So if you need a date movie to take your girl to that might not be that bad, uh, yada yada, or your kids, and you want to see a little Christmas early, check out Last Christmas. It's a love story. It looks okay. Two new trailers that I did see this week I'm going to review real quick. The first is called Little Joe. It's about a scientist or a woman who works for a scientist. She's in a laboratory, what have you. Her boss creates a plant that when you smell the pollen, it legit can make you so happy. You feel great. It's just amazing to have this plant in your life. 
Well, everybody's pre-ordering them. They want them, yada, yada. Well, this woman takes one home for her son to cheer him up, make him happier. He sniffs it, and he starts acting fucking weird. Then back at the laboratory, the doctor who created it, the staff, they act fucking weird, and crazy shit starts to go down. So it looks really, really good. Check out the trailer for Little Joe. And then I also seen a trailer for a movie called Code 8. This looks fucking kick-ass. It does star Steve Armell from the TV show Arrow, the Chinese dude from Fast and the Furious, plus a lot more. It's about these friends. You can tell it takes place in the future. I don't know how too far in the future. I've seen, like, robot cops and I've seen drones, but nothing too, too far off. Uh, but they're down on their luck. they got all these bills they can't pay. They're down on luck and in life. So it's set in the future, and they have these powers. I don't know if these are natural powers or you could buy, like, modifications for your body off the black market but they go around with these powers and they turn to a life of crime they're robbing people killing people all that to make that money and they got fucking this crazy futuristic police force with these robots drones all this equipment that were hot on their tails it looks very good check out the trailer for cody all right peace we're gonna take a break real quick after that i'm gonna get to the recommendation of the week i do got some movie news streaming news entertainment news and last weekend's box office we'll be right back all right, peeps, we're back. Remember, check us out on all podcasting, Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider. And on Twitter, it's the AEW Insider 1. So let's get to my recommendation of the week. What I do choose this week is the upcoming Google Stadia. Now, your boy is a video gamer. I've been a video gamer since I came out the womb, man. All the way from ColecoVision, Pong, Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, what have you. I love it. I don't get that much time to play anymore because, like I said, I work seven days a week. I'm a single father of a soon-to-be 16-year-old in two days. I love you, baby girl, Jocelyn. And then, uh, what you call it, I do these videos and podcasts. I really don't have time, but I still love them. Mark my words, people. This is the fucking future of gaming. Uh, Sony and Xbox already had their next consoles planned to come out next year. If not, I guarantee they wouldn't even be putting them out because this will be the console killer. After this, besides maybe Nintendo for the kids, there won't be any more fucking consoles after this generation. The Google Stadia, you don't need a console and you get all the games that you would get on the consoles plus more. There's no more downloading. There's no more updating. There's no more buying a game, putting it in the system and having to wait an hour for the data to transfer to the system. It's all fucking done. This thing comes with a Google Chromecast that goes right into your tv you gotta have at least decent if not great wi-fi like i have and that's why i pay for it and uh, well that much for it and then also it comes with a controller a wireless still controller just like the ones we use and it has a monthly subscription service where you get to play tons of fucking games plus you can buy games and unlike playstation like cyberpunk coming out in new games if you subscribe to their fucking service you can play new games day one as part of your subscription for 10 bucks or 20 bucks a month at the most instead of playing $60 for one game. So, I mean, the thing is crazy. You can buy it early and only pay $129. That's it. And that comes with the paddle, what you need to hook up in your TV, the, the best Chromecast you can get. Plus, you get three months of their service to play games and for yourself and a friend. And not only that, you do get Destiny 2 plus all its DLC. $129 fucking dollars. You can't beat it. It does come out officially November 19th. I'm telling you, peeps, this is the future. 
Google Stadium. Movie news. Jamie Lee Curtis finished the new Halloween a couple weeks ago, like I said. That made me think that she got killed off because she was only there a little bit. Well, the whole movie entirely stopped shooting a couple days ago. It's finished. It's done. They shot Halloween Kills, the sequel to 2018, in 36 fucking days. So now it's the waiting game. Now we got to wait months for a teaser trailer or maybe a trailer. And we don't get to see it all the way until next October. So it's going to be awesome. We know some of it takes place in a hospital because that's where Laurie goes after his attack. A lot of fans don't want a lot of it to take place there, but I heard a lot of it will. And if it's done well, I'm all for that. That's awesome. There's a movie coming out called Marvel's The Eternals, which you've heard about. Angelia Jolie starring in it and a shitload more. It's got a great cast. Uh, what you call it? They actually had to be evacuated off their set because somebody found a legit bomb on the fucking set. It wasn't like a terrorist or somebody was trying to kill somebody. They're either filming where Nazis used to train or they fought a war at. And it was a, literally a bomb for the Nazi war. Like for real, for real. Hitler, all that shit. So they evacuated everybody off the set they disarmed the bomb and now everything's back to normal but could you fucking imagine all right the movie the batman the next batman will be coming up of these people being hired for roles yada yada we already know it stars robert pattinson from twilight as batman they've got paul dano as the riddler jeffrey wright as commissioner gordon and zoe kravitz lenny kravitz daughter playing catwoman well they just added matthew mcconaughey that's right, motherfuckers. Matthew McConaughey is going to play Harvey Dent, who is a.k.a. Two-Face. You know he is going to fucking kill him. So the new Batman coming out, the Batman is going to be three movies. So the first one, Matthew McConaughey is going to play Harvey Dent. And then the next two is going to be Two-Face. And all I got to say about that is all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Excuse me. <clears throat> The reboot of Wrong Turn just finished shooting. I told you they were filming it a couple weeks ago. They're all done. They're ready to go. And the guy who made the movie put one pick online where the bloody showdown takes place and it's got like a bloody hand in it. I pray they don't fuck this up because the first Wrong Turn 1 and 2 were really good and then it went to shit. It deserves a proper reboot. The sequel to the new cult horror classic, The Terrifier, has finished shooting. That's right, peeps. Art the Clown is back. I do not know how they are going to top the first one, but I bet that they're going to. It's going to be fucking awesome. So look for it soon enough on video on demand or end or in the movies. Uh, the director of the movie Joker has answered a question that people have been asking since they've seen it. Now, this is going to be a spoiler alert, peeps. This movie has been out for fucking eons now. And if you haven't seen it, well, then tough titty. But people wanted to know if the Joker killed his imaginary girlfriend, a.k.a. the woman down the hall. If you've seen the movie for a good part of it, he's got a girlfriend. She's there for all these events with him, yada, yada. At the end, you find out she was never his girlfriend. It's just a girl down the hall, and he just imagined their whole relationship. But they do show her coming to her apartment one night, and this crazy motherfucker sitting on her couch. So you don't know if he kills her or not. This is what the director and the writer had to say. He does not kill her, definitively. I am the filmmaker and the writer. I'm saying he doesn't kill her. 
We like the idea that it's almost a litmus test for the audience to say, how crazy is he? Most people that I've spoken to think he didn't kill her because they understand the idea that he only kills people that did him wrong. She had nothing to do with it. Most people understand that. Even as a villain, he was living by a certain code. Of course he didn't kill this woman down the hall. So there you go, peeps. Some streaming news. We are a week away from Disney Plus, and I am fucking stoked. It comes out next Tuesday, November the 12th. Disney is king, people, and they go all out to produce content for it. I signed up already. If you sign up, sign up before next Tuesday, you get the first week free, no charge whatsoever. So you can watch it from November 12th to November 19th, free of charge. And then starting November 19th, they'll charge you $7.99 a month to keep the service. That and Netflix are going to be the ones to have. Watch. All right, some entertainment news. Kanye West rapper turned preacher has his following a little pissed off. Come to find out he's charging people who go to his Sunday service $50 a pop to get into the door. Some are not happy about this, but I mean, I mean, in the area he's doing it in, the company he keeps, and even the surrounding area, you know, these people got money. But I kind of hear where they're coming from, because if it was for me too, I'd be like, you don't tell me how much I pay, I'll pay what I want to pay, and I would pay around that, blah blah blah, what have you, if not more. So I do hear where they're coming from. But if you're going to Kanye service and you're in the area, you better have a fifty fifty for that collection basket, knuckles. All right, as we know. Popeye has gotten their chicken sandwich back this week. How long will it last? Who knows? But in Maryland, two men got into a verbal argument in a Popeye's over the sandwich. One man legit pulled out a knife and stabbed the other man. He killed that man over a Popeye's chicken sandwich. That's exactly why I barely leave the house, peeps. All right, let's do the weekend box office and then we'll wrap up this show. The weekend box office, number one was Terminator Dark Fate, which came in at $29 million. Even though it was number one, it's considered a failure. It was supposed to open at at least $44 million, and if it keeps going the way it's going right now, it's scheduled to lose over $120 million that was put into it to make it. So that's fucked up. Everybody's saying it's because of the story, because of John Connor, because of this, because of that. I'll tell you exactly what it was, peeps. It's because it was leaked online a week before. I did a review for the movie last week, and it didn't even come out till Friday. Like, for, I did it earlier in the week. So everybody fucking gets movies illegally who's killing the business, watched it online, and they can go see it in the movies. So Terminator, number one, $29 million. Number two, Joker finally took over Maleficent. Maleficent's been kicking Joker's ass the last two weeks. Joker was number two. Maleficent was number three. Number four was Harriet, which is a story about Harriet Tubman. And number five was The Addams Family. All right, peeps, that's it for this week. I got to edit this video now. I got to put it up on YouTube. I already recorded it for YouTube. Now it's going to take me hours to edit it, yada, yada. Uh, I will be back this week with a wrestling podcast, a movie podcast, what have you. I got YouTube videos coming up. They're doing great. The last wrestling video is killing it. Thank you guys so much. Um, I got some special YouTube videos coming up. Top 30 wrestlers of all time for our wrestling channel section. I've got top five Christmas horror movies or top 10. 
10, top time, top 10 movies to watch in uh, December, what have you. All right, so I'm just rambling on. I'm just trying to self-promote. You know how it is. But as always, check us out on all major podcasting forums, uh, platforms, social media, Facebook and YouTube, AEW Insider, and on uh, Twitter, AEW Insider 1. I got to stop the show before I keep stuttering and I ruin it for you peeps. I love you, motherfuckers. Tune in soon. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and thank you so much for joining us for the Movies of More edition of the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps.